You think I so? I ran the first web server at my school on Windows 3.1 on my desktop. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it only crashed about service. twice an hour, but it worked. It, 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 was <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, Wasn't that BBS off of one that way too? Yeah. yeah. That was probably the most satisfying thing ever. Like after plugging away at that thing and then watching it work for the first time and just being like, yes, and then watching it crash like eight seconds later. Please. <laughs> August 21st, 2013. This is episode 67 of Yet. That's right. Suckers every Wednesday night. Yetanothertextshow.com. Check it out. That is our website. I'm Matt Lee. That's Aunt Pruitt. What's up, Aunt Pruitt? Hey, what's going on, Holmes? That's Larry Press. What's up, Larry Press? Evening, guys. Good to see you. That's Nick Carroll. What's up, Nick? <laughs> hey, guys. Glad to be back. And that's the panel for this evening. Very exciting. Uh, got a chat room there if you want to say hey. Or what have you. And uh, other than that, just follow along with the show notes that Ant's going to write this week, because I'm not. <laughs> yep. So uh, what should we start out with? Uh, let's see. I guess we should just get this out of the way, right? Blackberry, we've all been kind of watching this this sad, sad train just slowly come to a, a halt. Is it did in- you sneak a Blackberry story in our I right did, because I did that for Chris. Like, I always feel like sometimes we leave him out. Oh, yeah. And then I, I'm like, all right, I'm going to incorporate you into our conversation, Mr. Blackberry, and, and he's not even here. So Every week you're prepared for him. I try to go. be. I try to be prepared for each and every one of you every week. But uh, is it in any company's best interest to, like, take any – is there any, like, IP that's important, any patents that anyone might want? Patent wars are kind of over or have quieted down for now. It seems, but I mean, is this is? Do they have anything worthwhile? BBM. I, I heard somebody say on a on a podcast that just this afternoon. I was listening to it that they had about two billion dollars worth of patents. Really? Yeah. So, for what that's worth? Are, they have a lot of customers too. I mean, Aunt, don't you? In your world, aren't there still a lot of BlackBerry customers that somebody should be doing something for? Um, in my world in particular, no, it's dwindling down and, um, and it's actually because we are sort of um, forcing them. Is it all like forcefully <laughs> bring your own device, no like bring, bring your own yeah, device we're forcing them to or BYOD. Else. You know, we got them on, um, I mean, we can offer a Blackberry, but we're not offering anything that's current. No Z10s? No Z10s? You got like old pearls or something back there? Yeah. No, well, it's not It's not the pearl, curve. but it's close. <laughs> you got the curve. That's funny. <laughs> B-Y-O-D-O-E. Yeah, That's our it. enterprise, we uh, abandoned BlackBerry about two years ago now. We went to Android. We actually offer a choice between Android and iPhone. So yeah. for the employees. So, yeah. And see, here's where Chris would hop in and say, but the Bez server will handle both the iPhone and the Android and give you all of this great control. And for, it sure will. for the those... local device management, it's, it's, it's really slick with BlackBerry. It is. But 
we just don't want it. So what? They spin that out and just do software and key because it doesn't seem like they were pushing to like please buy us, please buy us. But there's nothing. I mean, they got to do no something. No one wants it, apparently. That's the problem. I mean, Microsoft may want BlackBerry just so that they can get rid of, you know, a competitor, but I don't know. You guys know just gave us it. a very compelling pitch as to why people should want it, so listen up. What, Larry, can, can you lend us the money to buy it, Larry? Uncle Larry? Sure. Uncle yeah, Moneybags? Yeah. It's probably cheaper than the Washington Post. It, probably. <laughs> Maybe even... <laughs> Definitely cheaper than that. Nowhere near as fun, especially in these times. I mean, could you imagine, like, running a, a newspaper in these amazing times? No. Yeah. What, what if BlackBerry is itching to be the Hyundai of the mobile world? Hmm. You know, if it's the Hyundai rental was, car? Wait, yeah, I mean, is that the rental the car? Come on. I don't, you I don't, the Hyundai oh, XL? Dude, um, my first new car was an Elantra. I mean, I know all about Hyundai. So now I was, you look I was at doing a big consulting job for them when they when they turned it around. Yeah, I mean now they have a, a sixty thousand dollar car out there, and and basically they came back to life because of all of their patents that they held, and they sued the crap out of folks. So BlackBerry just needs to double down on some lawyers and go yeah, start go some patent troll. Some grab a couple <laughs> sharks, start knocking on doors, and says, "Pay Hi. me now, bitches." Remember when we <laughs> gave you this? I don't know what we gave you, but we, it's time to get paid. It's time to pay <laughs> the BlackBerry it. Piper. Give them two years, if we can remember. Two, the could they become a service? That's yeah. what I was thinking, right? Like software. Just roll out the software. They're, we're going to see Messenger for Android and iOS, aren't we? Theoretically. And then... That was the talk. Right, right. Which, I mean, is it it's almost seems too late now. People are settled into the text programs they're using. Unless they offer something super compelling that works across all platforms, you know. Like a WhatsApp, basically. Sort of, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. A WhatsApp with the security of a tech secure or something like yeah. that. Now, that would be yeah. cool, right? If you could offer encryption throughout, regardless of where, where that message is going, whether it's an SMS phone number or a Gchat hangout <laughs> or BlackBerry mm-hmm. or an iMessage, that would be cool, but... Maybe they should do that. Do that. See, if we bought the company, that's what we would do. And we'd Are kill you listening, it. Thorsten Hines? We would kill it. All right, so you give them two years. How long do you give HP? Is HP following this same? I give it's HP very, another quarter. It's a very depressing <laughs> show. I'm sorry, guys. You get another one quarter. quarter. Maybe oh. HP and BlackBerry like get together, right? And then... I mean, get the HP playbook does and have the, the Chromebook out there that could take off. But yeah, and printers. Not. HP has printers. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We throw HP out at least one HP printer every six months, I swear. And then we get like another one, and, and that yeah. runs out of ink, and we throw it out. And then we get another one. That's what you do. You don't buy more ink. You just no. buy a new printer. That's, that's buy a new good. Printer. Sell your printer to some somebody on eBay or Craigslist. To sell Take your that printer money that you earn to put it towards a new printer. You sell your printer to someone who has ink but no printer. <laughs> and exactly. then you find that misconnection and you connect I, it. 
I've been I've been battling that racket for years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll fix y'all. I'll I'll never buy another twenty five dollar uh, ink toner or ink cartridge. I am ever. blown away that the ink we have a couple around here that are like just they sell ink. They're like printer ink places that you recycle your ink or whatever. They fill it up. Like, yeah. They some of those are legit though. Some of them actually are legit. You um. You don't get a lot of poor quality prints with those refills. A whole lot. <laughs> but, I mean, what's more times than not, whatever you're printing is going to get trashed anyway, so whatever. Yeah. Plus, so, who prints other they, than photographers? Yeah, who's printing? Actually, I'll tell you what. I've seen this printer here for, for Kelsey's uh, dog training business. She's printing out, like, class textbooks and stuff. Like brochures and all sorts of crazy stuff. This printer is running like twenty four seven. Wait a minute, she don't have a an, an e text. I guess not. That would be we a good need, idea though, Kelsey. We need to talk to K Dog. You need that. to e text all this stuff. No, because these customers aren't like. I don't think they have computers, man. There's people oh. that are alive still that don't actually have computers. I don't know if you guys. That just might be a problem. Do you call them grandma? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Grandma got a new dog, and the dog's peeing everywhere, so got to send that dog to school. But, uh, yeah, uh, who Whitman, uh, Meg Whitman, she was yeah. saying that our, uh, let's see, we now expect that total company year-over-year revenue growth in fiscal 2014 is unlikely. <laughs> so that's that's not even, like, next, I mean, that's that's next year. We're already right. predicting we're going to lose money. So don't get your hopes up. 2015, your guess is as good as mine. What's funny is she, you know, this comes just three months later when she said previously, hey, we're doing great. We're optimistic. You know, three months ago she was saying a different song. Was that One we're optimistic passes. that we're not going to lose like $50 billion? We're only going <laughs> to lose, you know, like 10. Well, yeah, they got to come out with better products. I mean, they're selling a bunch of you know, low-end you know, notebooks and, you know, hey, we're not going to sell tablets. Oh, but they're low-end, too. And I don't know. It's uh, all poop. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. you remember the 7-inch tablet for $130? Remember that? Yeah, tablet? the Slate. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know, this whole race to the bottom that the PC industry has struggled so hard, you know, to win, you know, in the last, I don't know, decade, really, you know, trying to build cheaper and lower-quality items. I mean, no wonder they're having these financial issues, and I don't know. You'd you'd kind of like to see them do better, and uh, I guess it's not surprising that HP is doing this bad. But I mean, they're a Texas-based company. I'm in Texas. Yeah. You know, I've actually got some friends that work there, and I would like <laughs> them to do better. And it's yeah, like no they don't know how to do better. So I don't know. Don't they sell a lot of stuff other than PCs and tablets? Though? I mean, yeah, printers. Yeah. Printers and servers. That's it. Yeah. They don't sell like test equipment and uh, oscilloscopes and all that kind of stuff. I know they used to. I know they used to. I'm not sure what really, what the color is now. But yeah, it's not like changed in the original HP days, though, Larry. Back when it was. Yeah, I know uh, that's right. Yeah, I, I know time sharing business obviously went away, but I thought maybe the instruments business still existed, but I don't know that. Is Samsung just spanking them in, like, all 23 different things that these companies crew create? Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it is also, in my opinion, it's a credit to Apple. I, I'm just, I was school shopping this weekend because it's back to school season and whatnot, and 
Of course, since I'm spending a crap ton of money on the hardheads, old dad's got to try to look for something for himself, too. You know, hell, I do work for it. And I was looking at um, looking at a notebook, and I looked at the Chromebook, but then I walked by the MacBook Pros and the iMacs, and I still, to this day, since they launched those latest iMacs, I want one. I want that horsepower, and I want that display. And, and yes, yeah, you know, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, well, Apple knows how to focus on the premium products, and like yeah. these other companies, it's almost like they refuse to. It's like that they don't want to play that game. But that game is what makes money. Yeah, yeah and you, I would pay that for those for yeah. those devices. I would pay it. It's a quality machine, like you said. It's premium, and you're going to get your money's worth out of it. If you get make that. poop, you expect your sales to be poop. I yeah, mean, they're trying to sell <laughs> items with razor-thin margins, and right. they're not really getting a profit. Yeah. Especially when there are, like you said, there's other alternatives. That... Is, is there room in the world, though, for a manufacturer of kind of high-end Windows PCs? I think there is. but Is there still? Like for the designers and stuff, right? I don't know. For the designers I, I and the so. multimedia. I think there's still room creators. for Macs. I think there's still room for PCs. And, you know, the Macs are roughly 5% of the market. So... I don't know. I think there could be, and it doesn't necessarily have to be tricked out, really exotic look at, looking items like Alienware, you know. So. Yeah. Right. Well, and you always have those niche manufacturers or whatever. What, isn't that like a spinoff of Dell? Doesn't Dell own Alienware or whatever? Yeah, so. Well, I mean, even with it, with it being a small percentage, the ones that are successful and, and noteworthy as far as the high-end content creators, they're all using MacBooks, even, if, even though it's that small. So but they're noteworthy people using MacBooks, you know? Or IMAX. Yeah, I've seen a number of events where, like, you know, like UFC or whatever, where the lights dim low and you see press row and you see a row of... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see that little how, glowing Apple. Yeah. How, how is that? Uh, what, the, what are they called? Google's high-end Chromebook? What are they? I the Pixel. The Pixel. Yeah. Is that selling? Anybody buying that? No, no they, they all... almost bought the Samsung. It's because they all got them for free at I.O., yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna yeah. like. I'm not gonna buy I one. Must now. have sold one or two. I have no idea. But I it, still it, I, that's an example of another high end somebody going after the high end. See, I kind of I want one, but for my next machine, like if it doesn't, I don't want to just get a laptop to do that with because I have a tablet. If I buy a new laptop, it needs to be able to do this podcast stuff because otherwise, yeah. I'll just keep using my old one. You know, like it has to do that stuff better than this, and that's that's a really narrow use case, definitely, and for. Probably ninety five percent of the other stuff I do, it's all on the tablet and everything because it is. Yeah. It's much faster than this old laptop, but I don't have Windows on. You know, it's so I don't know. Maybe HP should focus more on like those all in ones. Like I always thought that was a cool idea, the dual boot Android Windows, so that you have yeah. both. And if they could figure out a way, I thought that was so cool. That Lenovo X one that you could pop the screen out and it instantly pops Android up, and your browser is right there. Like, if they that could figure a out nice a way concept. to make it so I could podcast on Windows and then have my tablet in one machine, even powered yeah. by a phone, you know, whatever you have to do to make that work well. Yeah, HP is making a, a Tegra 4-powered Slatebook, I think I call it, Slatebook 8X2, where it's basically an Android-powered notebook. It's really a tablet slash notebook. You know, you can do both with it. That may be something, but, uh, you know, I'd like to see more of... Like, the, you know, Samsung's got that, what is it, the A2 Q, where it's like the PC slash Android. Yeah, that, that would also be a, a good option to see. So I don't know. 
And in this in this article, they're saying too that uh, HP is facing severe market pressure from Dell, uh, even as Dell faces uncertainty uh, closing out. I don't know if you guys care about this twenty four point eight billion leveraged buyout. So isn't that, that's Michael Dell getting his, his thing back, back, getting his groove yeah. back? Yeah, that was. I thought that was more so of him trying to go back to private, right? Right. Yeah. You know, there was an an article in the Economist in the last week or two. I don't remember which issue, and it showed server sales. And and Dell has actually uh, increased. You know, quarter compared to last quarter, they they're moving ahead in server sales, and everybody else is moving behind what they did last quarter. So that's a whole other market that. Uh, Granted, we ran a lot of. Online had done worse. Uh, Oracle had done worse. So on, I can't remember which all the companies, but Dell had done better this quarter in server sales. Granted, a lot of the world is running a bunch of bunch of VM environments, but that's that main host ideally is a, a Dell Blade or or. So somebody. Uh, yeah. Unless you're Google. Or NetApp was another one. Or the rest of the world get just buying cloud stored on Amazon, not yeah, buying their own servers. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is it? AWS? Is that what? It, yeah, yeah. What they call? Yeah. Or people like Google and Facebook just do it themselves. Mm-hmm. They probably make their own. Hardware. Well, they're not building their own actual racks though. They're getting them from a manufacturer, aren't they? I can't. Yeah. I don't believe that they're actually. I'll bet stuff's not just off the shelf, though. Bet well, no, definitely it. not. But it's yeah. not. They're not manufacturing. It's coming from a place like Dell or whoever. Some some high. I'll bet the boards going into them are their own design. You I, think? No, yeah, you might be right. You yeah. know more about this stuff than we do, Larry. Well, that'd be something well, to dig into. Those guys are data so center. So rich. And, yeah, it would be so interesting. Servers, yeah. It would be interesting to see, right? Aunt? Like if you could kind of trace back like these different big companies, like who's making all of the chips and the the storage platters that are in them. I'd love to see that, Larry, because I mean, you did that one write up on that large data center in L.A. You think you can get yeah. deeper on that? Deep dive, Larry. I, I, that large data center. Well, yeah, there's some big companies there, but I, I'm thinking of somebody like Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft. Oh, okay. Like, where uh, are they getting their... they, They're doing... I would think that they're doing their own custom design. Uh, well, I know Apple was. Boards. Yeah. I know Apple was with their facility here in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, you know, those... Yeah, Apple, I think... Didn't Apple buy a... Uh, not a foundry, but an ASIC design company a few years ago? I can... Uh, yeah, they've got their own... Custom, they've got their own chips and their iPhones and stuff. Uh, I'm, those guys are all. It's such a big business to them. I'd be amazed if they weren't doing their own stuff. I mean, isn't isn't their mobile processor partly their design? Yeah, as well, for exact, yeah. yeah, but and I'm, and in servers, uh, I would think those giant server farms are doing the same thing. Um, you know, talking about that, I to shift a little bit with this high end stuff. I was listening to a podcast today, and they were saying that the Apple, uh, that the new iPhone is going to have a, uh, they seem really sure of this, it's going to have thumbprint reader in it. Have you guys heard that? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that rumor. I've heard two different uh, models, too. Did you yeah, hear two yeah, different models? Yeah, it's supposed models? to be a cheap one, and, a, and a, that one probably won't have the thumbprint reader. Yeah, the two uh, thumbprint reader uh, rumors that I've heard specifically were one was going to be on the display somehow, the other one, the other rumor was that it would be on the button. Which sounds kind of cool. I've only seen that personally on the Motorola Atrix, the original Atrix. 
but I've never used it myself, so I don't know how reliable it is. I have one on my HP tablet touch uh, laptop thing here, and it's like the most awkward thing because it's like if here's your screen, it's on the left corner of the screen, so you gotta like tilt your hand and then swipe it. it it's it's yeah. so stupid, and it works. I mean, it does work, but it's I'm so it's so much easier to just type in your damn password and be done. But they, on a mobile they were device, that, this one would, that you wouldn't have to swipe it. Right, you literally just touch, and it be the start button would be big enough to right. hold you. The older Toshiba satellite laptops had biometrics on them with just a fingerprint, or you just put your thumb, I think it was a thumb, or you put it on this one particular spot, and it was no swiping or rubbing. Was it on yeah, the actual but, body of the laptop, not up on the yeah, it was, screen it area? Yeah, no, it was on the tray next to the keyboard. Right, right, okay. You know, I mean, it was, it was decent placement and whatnot, but my concern with this on a smartphone is I'm assuming Apple is going to have their secret sauce on it to make this super responsive. Because people are not patient. You swipe, you put your thumbprint on this thing, and it takes two seconds. That's too long. It's too. It's got to be at least as quick as swipe to unlock, to unlock. Right? Exactly. Yeah, or if it doesn't work, it has to be 100 percent accurate. Well, and it's yeah. like face yeah. unlock, right, on Android, where you gotta like look at it, and it it's. It almost seems kind of gimmicky like that. Like, how many people actually use that? You know. It's, well, the thing with right. face unlock is uh, you ha- if you don't. If, you, if it doesn't work, like it doesn't... Right, it reverts you to the... Right, right. Yeah. So what's this... Yeah. Are you asking, what's this going to do if, if it so doesn't work? And so you've lost work? six, seven seconds right there on a failure, too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many people will actually do this thing. And yeah, then it, 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 nice it, it'll pull up a thing that's like password reset, <laughs> that, and then it, <laughs> they'll send you your... Uh, it, and like you were saying, to make it work smoothly, it almost seems like they're going to have to sacrifice a little bit of security resolution to make it smoothly. So it's going to be like, yeah, that, that prints close, enough, that prints close enough, but I know you need this open right now or you're going to get pissed. So I'm going to go ahead and unlock it for you. Mm-hmm. I can see it doing some kind of like, you know, placebo-y stuff there. Let's, assuming that it works really well, okay, let's... They're not going to put out something that's screwed up like maps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, assuming that it works really well, will it cut down on the stealing of iPhones? No. <laughs> it'll I don't cut. Think so. It'll it'll increase medical hospital visits for people having to reattach their damn fingers. Oh come on! Mm-hmm. Now you're going to need to steal the phone and the finger that goes with it, right? <laughs> so not only am I only jacking Tony your Soprano phone, that. I'm going to knock you over, for that. cut your finger off. This is your this is turning into Dexter. That'll teach you to own an iPhone. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, I can tell totally... you. Forgetting about cut off fingers, I mean, do you think it would cut down on on that? No. Do I don't think so because do, no. do they care? The thieves aren't like trying to unlock it and use it to make calls. They're just getting rid of it. So yeah. and whoever they're getting rid of it to, it's going to be on them to figure out a way around this or, or just wipe the thing like they probably usually do to and then resell it. You know, they're not. I I, I can't see them being like, oh, this one's tamper proof. Well, we better go give it back to that guy. You know, it's. No, they're they're getting their hundred bucks out a piece, regardless. I like to assume that you can get in there and and wipe those things without 
have it authenticated just like you can with an Android device. You just play yeah, it but if you know you loader. you have to know that if you're in the business of stealing iPhones. So as soon as you jack one, you pop it open and yank the battery out of it. Yep, they already know that. That's what I'm saying. So at that point, yeah. like, what's the diff? And this is only protecting your data. It's not. It, remember, it's not protecting your phone itself. The the mm-hmm. the expensive part of the phone is the chips and the screen and all that. Like, who they don't care about your data. It'll protect that, right. I'm sure. But people are still going to want to go for that shiny device to then hawk it or do whatever with. Good point, sir. Good point. You know, that would be interesting to sort of an investigative reporter to really kind of get into that scene. To, like, walk up and down New York with, like, this flashy jeweled diamond iPhone and, like, try and get it jacked? (laughs) That would be the best. Follow the phone. I would totally do that. It's like the dollar bill with a string attached to it a mile long. (laughs) Yeah, really. I haven't done that in a long time. I might try that at the office. It sounds like you really know how that industry works, though. I'm just saying, you got to think like a smooth smooth criminal if you're going to outsmart the criminals. Matt just knows a few people, that's all. That's what we'll say. If you had an iPhone you needed to, let's say, unload, maybe, or maybe I know a guy. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Maybe you get 50 bucks, maybe you get 20 bucks. Hey, man, I got 50 of them. <laughs> maybe you go to gazelle.com and you unload it yourself. That's what I would do. I would just go steal them and then, like, hop on Gazelle and be like, I have, like, 18 iPhones. <laughs> Can you send me a box? Does, does Gazelle have some way of uh, guarding against that? Oh, I would imagine, but if there's... You think about it, though. If there's a way to do that, there's got to be a way to undo that for the dummy dum-dum that's going to lose their password, and that's your that's your in right there. Yeah. So, so have, they have to be legit, considering they got the whole eBay store password. and whatnot. Yeah, well, it's only as legit as someone makes it. No, I'll bet it'll be set up so you have to go to a store or something, maybe. Like a physical location, and they look at the picture they took of you when you were in the store buying it? You have to to go to the store you went to to buy it, and if you bought it online, then you're screwed. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. All right. Will it give them an, I'm just trying to think, will it give them an edge in commerce? Like, will merchants start accepting electronic payments off of iPhones that people have put their thumb on? Does it give anything other than kind of a gimmick? I really think it's just a gimmick, but I don't know. I'm not a, like an Apple guy, so I couldn't tell you. There's a shocker. I know. Are any of you getting one? Like, are you waiting for this? No. For the um, new iPhone? That would be no. You're I'm still... not waiting for it, but I hope Apple rebounds and does well because competition is good. Because Larry has a bunch yeah. of stock in them, and if they don't, <laughs> that's code. No, that was code. That's, I'm just kidding. I'm totally playing. Actually, my wife has an iPhone, and she loves it. She has an iPad, and she loves it. My boss actually got rid of his S3 and got a got an iPhone. But see, he he was in like the iTunes, Apple. He has iPad stuff like that, and he just had Android because his uh, his son was like, "Yo, the, this Android stuff's cool." So now he's in his ecosystem with all of his you know iTunes stuff. So it makes sense, yeah. I, I guess. But yeah. If I if I wasn't so into all of the the Google ecosystem stuff, I don't know. It'd be tempting just to see like how the other side is, but I I feel like I need my Android, you know. I need it. Yeah, I'm too comfortable with Android as well. So. I'm yeah. just waiting on an iMac delivery 
here to Chateau Ghetto. You're Did you one. get one? You went and got one? No, I, I want one. I, I oh. do. I want one. I am thinking about getting the um, Samsung Chromebook, though, as I got a $100 gift card, and I could basically get it for 150 bucks. That's pretty yeah, cool. That's if you wait till Christmas, you'll have another $100 gift card, and then you can almost get it for free. For next to nothing, yeah. Right? You know. Just save don't it up. You get more, don't you get more G Drive storage if you buy one of those? They probably do. They're probably just like as much as you need. You get a bunch of G Drive storage with the Pixel, but I don't know if you get it with the uh, with the Samsung. Uh, you get like a, I want to say 50 meg for the uh, regular Chromebooks. 50 meg, meg or uh, gig? Gig, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> totally wow. worthless. Like 50 <laughs> meg, I'll just open up another free Gmail account and yeah. have 7 gig. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, did you guys see this article uh, from the NSA's papers uh, on their, their tips for securing your computers? This little bit of uh, interesting security tip helpfulness is uh, you, you basically just need to take, if you have a, a Mac that has one of these, what is it, the iMac camera, the i something? Yeah, uh, they, eyesight. They actually say <laughs> they're like you need to take it to a Apple certified technician and have them remove it. Oh, cool. like just straight up, just can you remove this, please? <laughs> I think that's so great. Thanks, Ennis. Never mind the fact that people like the Dells just put a shutter over the front of the damn Like thing. a physical damn shut, right? <laughs> that you could, whoop, and then or, that's it. Lo and behold, in the words of John C. Dvorak, I just put a piece of tape over it. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> But you would think, yeah, like a physical shutter would, I don't know. I leave, I turn mine, like when the show's over, I'll like turn this this way to like look at, at the kitchen so it's not sitting here staring at us while we're watching TV because that's just weird. I don't like my computer staring at me. Oh, come on. You know you're a narcissist. You yeah. want more eyeballs. I leave it. I actually have a big screen up here you don't see. That's just constantly playing whatever <laughs> this camera sees. But they're yeah. also talking about the microphone, too, of course, so people can hear your conversations and watch you, especially for people that, like, their ideal situation is that you use your computer that has a camera in it to play music while you're in the shower, and it's, like, pointing at the shower for some reason because you got to, like, fast-forward the next song or something. So they're like, you know, make sure you put it, you put some tape over that. Or if it's in Mac, you got to take it to the genius and have them remove it. <laughs> I wish so I had video that. of that, of, like, somebody legitimately going to the Apple store and being like, the NSA told me that you guys are going to remove this for me, and just, I would love a, a, some footage of that conversation taking place. Well, you know that some, uh, there are some 30, third parties out there that offer covers, like there's a cover for the Kinect, for example, for the 360, if you want to cover it up, you just... Slip it over, I believe. So. Like for your bird in a bird cage, you just like cover it up at night so it goes to sleep. <laughs> Damn it, Connect! Right. Stop squawking. Go to bed. Are, are, they, are they just saying that you know what? You consumers are a bunch of freaking idiots. Kind of right. Is that, is that Maybe what it so. They're like, you let us just sentence Bradley Manning to thirty-five years in jail. You are a bunch of idiots. That's pretty much. They're just. I could totally see the Kinect just being like, you're in bed. It's like, come on. You want to play a game? I'm not <laughs> tired yet. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna squawk until you come play a game. Damn it, connect. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad the NSA's. You know, they have our best interests in mind here, uh, watching out for us. What I also enjoy is that they they tell you that. You should try the software-only method of removing one of the components of QuickTimes files. Like, how's your computer going to work when you start removing random QuickTime components if you have a Mac? You know, QuickTime's kind of in there, isn't it? Yeah. They're like, just try the software-only method of removing one of its random components. That's cool. Random? No, well, it doesn't say random. I added, I added yeah, that, but it wants want to do that. It doesn't say random, but it wants you to try and remove components of QuickTime. And they're no more specific than that. Just no, just the components. sound. The ones that make the sound do stuff. You, remove you have to that. Be an Apple Genius to know which components. It's okay. it's sound dot. You know what they want you to do is ask them, and then they put you on the blacklist because they know you're trying to jack around and keep them from watching. Right. The the actual the genius removes your camera and then inserts a fake camera that's actually a real camera that's always recording. So enjoy and he that. Arms the NSA that he's done that. Right, and then makes its connection to the NSA with its built-in LTE. The NSA certified webcam. I'm in. Yeah. Right. Okay. All in. Record mm-hmm. your life. Forever you know, to get, to switch a little. You mentioned Bradley Manning. I, I, the thing I read said that even though they gave him a thirty-five year sentence, that he, he would be eligible for parole in eight years, which is well, that's nice. And are they giving him any time served for all uh, of the what was it four years he was detained? Yeah, he's how been long? In solitary. In how long was he detained for? Seems like long a time. long time, right? Yeah, I don't think it's been four years, but it's been a while since that video of the helicopter shooting started. Yeah, and this isn't really the scope of the show, but now have we learned anything? Don't whistleblow if you're in the U.S., right? you got to do it from Russia or, or Belize or something. Well, like anything, don't get caught. It or that. Or, anything. Yeah. or that, as, as Edward Snowden has learned. So, Oh, this, this should interest Ant. Did you know that uh, you can now embed your Facebook posts to websites? Like, you Are know you how with, with Twitter you can embed, like, the tweet and it shows the tweet with the person and the, the damn, like, follow this tweet or whatever it says. Oh, you mean those little widgets that slows down the load times of your web pages? It those? does, isn't that? How oh, many, okay. How many outbound right connections to sites you don't own should you incorporate into your own web development? Jeez. The Thanks, more, Facebook. The more the merrier. so much better. <laughs> I have one for Facebook. I have one for Twitter. I have my Tumblr embedded there. I got some YouTube vids embedded there. <laughs> At what point do you just not own your site anymore? And it, I, I don't get it. Again, if people want to jazz up their sites, you know, they're 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 fine to do that. But isn't it about getting your content out there? Is this more though? Is this more, though, for, like, is, let's say you're writing an article about something and someone made a pertinent Facebook update about it, now you can embed it. That's kind of how I've seen the tweet embeds used. Now, I can't imagine anyone on Facebook saying anything I would want to quote, but, you know. Well, every, why not just do a screenshot? This one, well, I don't have to. You can put, and here, I, I'm going to open up Facebook because I looked at this earlier. I need you to see the code that they're giving you because it is the most, like, the tweet embed code is nice and clean and it's like this iframe thing. Check yeah, this out. This is, this is, this is, no, no, not even. This is freaking amazing code. 
Give me a sec here to to pull up a post. All right, embed post now. <laughs> Script function. Oh my god, look at this! I'm just gonna throw oh this in boy. the chat. Boom! Oh boy. <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> here, if elegant. you're. Isn't that elegant, code? Did they give us a div in there? They did. If you there, if you're watching in the chat, that's what you would. It's all JavaScript. I mean, obviously, but. I is love that necessary? Real secure, brother. Is that necessary? <laughs> How about hijacking your browser session through this somehow? Is that possible? That is that is absolutely the most secure embed I've ever seen. Not too shabby. <laughs> we could compare that real quick to let me pull JS. up a source. Pull oh, up a yeah. Twitter embed here, and you can kind of see the diff. I got some folks in my Google Plus circles that would love to have a round with this. Okay, and then here's here's what the Twitter embed looks like. A Much little, better. a little cleaner. Not really, I guess. I thought, yeah, kinda. Much better. So let let me get this straight. This is like you have a website and you want whatever you update in Facebook to appear on your website. Is that what this is? For? No, it's if you it's a particular post. It's not embedding a feed. It is on a post-by-post post basis, say, I made a Facebook update that was funny that you wanted to put on your site and talk about, so then you oh, would wow. embed that, and it would show the post and, and, and all that. You so know, maybe it's, you in. maybe it's just me, but if I had something like that where someone tweeted me or, or, or posted on Google Plus to me, I just take a screenshot, put that that picture in said blog post, right, and then in the description of said screenshot, link back to their profile, link back to the. And that's uh, kind of what this is doing, right? It's making it alive in a way where it's organic. That 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 it has the like thing, and you can follow the button. It shows you how many secure. people. But each one of those is another signal of information that's in there that's either lagging it or insecure or or whatever. I mean, our way seems to be a lot more secure, in my opinion. But yeah, granted, but it doesn't. Your way doesn't have the share, the comment, the like, the I guess like they can page. Track this better, maybe. I don't know. Like here, I'll show you. Here's what it looks like, just from the article. We'll see if the screen share crashes. But so it gives you the name, the like, the page that it comes from, and then you can like, comment, and share. So you can continue the comment interaction on the post that you're using. But okay. It is expensive no. as far as code that's getting run on your site, you know. I'm still not buying it. So. Something's uh, something is telling me is there's a the old-fashioned way is much Well, easier. and think of this, right? How many the more people that embed stuff, that's how much more Facebook code injected into the rest of the web, you know? That's kind of getting yeah. followed and everything. Yeah. Which same for Twitter. But I see more of a use for it for Twitter. If you're quoting news stuff or a quote, Twitter right. seems more quotable than Facebook for some reason. Maybe I'm. And people using these blogs, though, they have all of these different CMSs, uh, content management systems, right. that make this stuff very, very easy for you without having to do all of this injection. Right. You know? And I think maybe the main part is just the injection gives you that live feed count of how many likes, how many comments you can reshare it to your Facebook. I think it adds that functionality. Maybe which, Facebook thinks we're idiots, too. I'm pretty sure the internet thinks we're <laughs> idiots. <laughs> and the NSA. So. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got to talk about this. The <laughs> We talked about this a little bit on AOTA last night about the Microsoft Scroogle thing, the Microsoft YouTube app, and Google being like, no, we're not going to make you an app, but we're going to pull your apps because you keep messing with our terms. And so we thought that it would be in Microsoft's best interest to kind of like ease off, uh, especially with every everything Google's doing now that with YouTube and all that, like they're, they're going to miss out. And so... Now, after after this, we see that they they aired another uh, Scroogled ad. This one focusing on education and being all like, "Listen, we know your kids are in the classroom. We know, we know those kids are ADD. Do you want them seeing ads when they're doing searches? I don't think so, because that's gonna distract them. Google <laughs> gives them ads. You know what we're gonna do? If you're a school, we're gonna give you ad-free search." <laughs> Because that's because we're Bing. That's what we do for schools and, and stuff. And they're gonna try to attract you to Microsoft's paywall down the line. That's all it is. Eventually, right? They have their own way of making money. So, and unfortunately, it's RT tablets. Ouch. Is that is that lucrative? No, it's not Microsoft yet. Microsoft has lost like a billion trying to sell those things. No, <laughs> they're they're not finished. They're doing well. Remember Windows One? Yes. Do you remember Windows three point one? Are you saying they're gonna punt, Larry? That's what you're saying. Three point one one actually. Yeah. You think so? I ran the first web server at my school on Windows three point one on my desktop. That's impressive. They don't have a crashboard twice an hour, (laughs) but it worked. But it worked. Yeah, Wasn't that PBS off of one that way too? Yeah, that was probably the most satisfying thing ever. Like after plugging away at that thing and then watching it work for the first time and just being like, "Yes!" and then watching it crash like eight seconds later. Like I, I would teach in a building with three floors, and I'd be teaching downstairs, and it'd crash. I'd run up to my office, reboot it, run <laughs> back down to class. That was a common occurrence. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you would. Uh, about this, Larry. I, I, about what? About them and their their attack ads and the the ads on education in general. Like, is this a legitimate cause for concern, or are they just picking? You no, know, it, it seems kind of pretty petty. I mean, so you get searches at schools without the ads, but then you go to the website to see the article and you get an ad. Right. Um, if you even uh, find what you're looking for, right? If you're using Bing, maybe you're not even finding what you're looking for. Actually, honestly, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, it does I don't ever use Bing, but doesn't it give you pretty You know what I use Bing is when I can't find a suitable image for something on uh, on uh, Google, then I'll try it on Bing, but it never seems to turn up anything. It better. always seems pretty close to the same, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, remember the last time I used Bing. Yeah, no, me neither. And I think where it maybe does start to differentiate is using different operators and everything and, like, really refining your search results. Google gives you, uh, like, a really good way to do all that. And I don't I don't know. Maybe Bing does, too. I haven't taken the, Let's see. Bing.com is the first time I ever go to it on this computer. The only people that seem to use Bing are Hold superheroes, on. like Spider-Man... Are they Arrow. showing? You guys gotta see this. Your man uses Bing. Wow! Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Are they showing me a hayfield because I live in Montana, or is this like just random? Like oh, targeted. Man. Look at that. Are watching you. Look at that. That's. You I'm offended. You have location enabled in Chrome. I'm offended. Do you have Bing. location enabled in Chrome? Maybe. Are you I don't know. Just getting it from your ISP. I don't know. 
That's offensive. At least you're not using IE, so that's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Bing look like in IE? I haven't opened up IE on this machine in ages. I don't think ever. All right. Uh, you, Chrome. Um, oh, hey, God. Uh, let, let me interject. Do you got, since we're talking about Bing and, and Google, I saw earlier that Yahoo is now the number one web property again, according to Marketing Land wow. in the U.S. How do you define web property? As far as most popular going to it traffic-wise or what? It's uh, as far as unique visitors. Is that due unique to visitors. their whole logo thing that people are like, ooh, I wonder what today's logo is? That was the question I wanted to ask you guys because oh, after I read this, I was like, well, let me hop on over to Yahoo and see what's up. And they struck out in my book. Because if it is, that's kind of cheating. That's like writing an article and putting one word per page and making you click to the next page for each word yeah. for like a 500-word article and then yeah, getting 500. Uh, one person out of a million gives a shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You yeah. know, but you remember several, several episodes ago, we talked about how they were changing that look and feel and, and giving it a softer touch and... and smoother flow kind of thing. And it does look nice, but I just went in there to look for technology stuff and Can I show it. you why I also never use Yahoo? Let me again we're we're doing good with the screen shares. Okay, so you go to Yahoo.com, Jennifer yeah. Aniston's vacation bikini. Yep. Like I give now this is interesting, bizarre landing on Crowd Russian Beach, but Well let's see Matt that's mainstream news though. Is that okay if that's mainstream news, I'm not in the mainstream. If news. Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> bikinis, mainstream Dude, news. Go, go. I know oh, you guys there. go to the grocery it's store on. once. I know you guys go to the grocery store once a month. Nope. So, at least once a month. Nope. And you walk in there and you go into the the checkout line and you have your different magazine stacks right there. Yeah. I bet you of the start. five of them, three or four of them have some chick like Kim Kardashian on them. Jennifer like Aniston's bikini. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's what mainstream folks care about. We're not gonna. You don't even see a Sports Illustrated or anything like that anymore, unless you go to the the magazine. section full of magazines, you know. But what right, what's right there at the checkout when you pulling the money out of your pocket? The stupid tabloids and you know why though? People. That's because the guys are supposed to actually park in the parking lot and then let their women counterparts go. Those magazines are for them. I'm just saying. I don't want to be like all. That- Massage was the female listeners slamming the headset. No, I'm just saying, like, when we go to the store, she's like, please wait here. And I'm like, I'm gonna. And then she happily goes in. <laughs> she, like, doesn't even let me. I try. I'm like, I want to go shopping. Let me try this. And she's like, no, <laughs> you're not allowed. I didn't mean that to be mis- misogynistic or whatever. Like, I'm just saying. Like, for me, I, I find that I mostly use Yahoo News or Yahoo, uh, you know, for mail, basically. I have one email account that I check daily, and when I check, there's the news. Like, you had mentioned, like, technology news. Is that basically what you focus on when you go to Yahoo or what? When I – that's the only reason I will go to Yahoo is just for technology news because it used to be decent stuff there. Um and then I also go there for their fantasy sports and sports coverage in general because their sports coverage is really good. I like the writers there because a lot of them I've sort of 
watched him grow. Is their tech coverage better than going to news.google.com and hitting the sci-tech or the computer section? I can't say that. I can't say that, but it is nice to see the different spins coming from the different writers. Is it curated? Uh, See, I don't use it. I'm not familiar with it. Is it a curated feed, or is it writers for Yahoo actually writing this stuff? Writers for Yahoo. Oh, okay. Usually. I get you. And it's, it's it's just nice to see because yeah, everybody's going to talk about the latest uh, mobile device coming out, or you know, like the HTC One X, Moto X, Moto or, X or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you get to see the different way that it's said. New and it phone may be is more mainstream. Out. It may be more mainstream news because uh, at least when I've looked through the Yahoo News stuff, it does seem very mainstream. So even their targeted like technology or whatever news may be more main, more for mainstream audiences than. Something really geeky. Yeah. Do they also just, have uh, regular, you know, political news? And yeah, they got all of that. All of that. That's pretty cool. Where's the I difference between that? It's just not targeted to me anymore. It sounds like almost the New York Times or something. The way you're describing, I never look at it. Yeah, is there a difference between the curated stuff like what Google News has and their own editorial, or is it all mixed in, or what? All I've ever seen is just their own editorial. Okay, so they're not even curating from around the the rest mm-hmm. of the tech. I world. mean, the only time I've seen the curated stuff is when it's dealing more like a pol- politics and things like that. You'll see a couple AP stories pop in there. Sure, you know that's interesting. That's interesting too to see like the the different uh, approach that they take as opposed to like Google News, which is just strictly curated from. They're relying on the rest of the internet to make the news stories that they will then curate. Where Yahoo is like, we're just going to write our own stories. Which I mean, I don't know. You could one seems more expensive than the other, I guess. If you're having to pay physical human meat bags to sit there and type their own stories out. You know, it'll be interesting to see what Jeff Bezos does with news. Yeah. With Washington Post. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Nick, Jeff you're- Bezos and Marissa Meyer duking it out. Yeah. Death match. New competition. Yeah. The death match. Yeah. Now he just hired a big stable of writers and video producers and podcast right. producers. And really? So hiring us? Did we get yeah, hired? Washington Post has all kinds of. Uh, and delivery trucks. And delivery trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He don't need delivery trucks. That I think he's got it. <laughs> Nick, your Chromecast is on its way? Yes, it just, uh, I, I was notified just after my nap, <laughs> when I woke from my nap, that, uh, hey, it's it's being shipped, and there's a tracking nice. number, and it's in, like, in Vermont or something, so, cross uh, fingers. Very exciting. Where, where did you order it from? August 1st. But from who? From, from Google? Uh, or Google Play Store. I looked around town. It was solid everywhere, or at least in the section that, that I looked. I wasn't going to drive around all day for a $35 object. He but, wanted uh, the Google Play Edition Chromecast and not the <laughs> other one that's loaded with black. Yeah, the one that exists in real life. Right. Yeah. Right. Guaranteed to get timely updates. No carrier blow. No yeah, way. exactly. But, uh, <laughs> Damn cable companies getting out of control with this bloatware. Yeah, I bought a Roku oh, yeah. 3 uh, finally for my uh, girls for their room, but this I'm actually going to put in our living room because uh, the living room is, at least for us, the center of our house, and uh, not just physically, but everyone, it's Grand Central Station, and everyone that's there has their own notebook or a tablet or whatever, and everyone uses Chrome, so it's like, well, they want to throw on a video instead of, hey, here's what's on my notebook, just throw it on the screen, so I can't wait to uh, install that. 
does Chromecast handle like you're not going to have one being like I want to watch this and the other one being yeah, like well I screw you I want to watch this there's Chrome is no going to be like listen to, your yeah. turn first and then your turn the best you have the best hope the you have belt. is that you have a queue they have a queue that everything goes into and you can put things in order but other than that there's no security there's no there's no escape from someone else in the house doing a drive-by look porn so right yeah just yeah. drive-by <laughs> chromecasting <laughs> yes who would have thought of it casting. who yeah. would have thought <laughs> i hope chrome i hope chrome turns your tv into like the pharaoh and it's like if you all can't decide on what to watch i'm cutting the tv in half here's what you're watching here's what you're watching now leave me alone Someone's going to get upset and pull it, and it's going to be a bad night for everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to wake up with a Chromecast right through the monitor. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's cool, man. I definitely – they'll be cool to see when when you get it, have your little review of it and everything. Yes, and an unboxing. Like uh, I did a unboxing of Roku 3, which was, you know, like several months <laughs> after it came out. But uh, I basically did it on this desk, and I had to uh, – Get the little webcam. I had to like prop it up against the monitor and had to do all this crazy stuff just to do a three-minute mm-hmm. unboxing. But uh, I don't know. I've been enjoying the experience so far. So I don't know. Yeah, and especially people like Coach making some apps for it. That that cast oh, yeah. app will be cool once that's finished. And to be oh, able to play stuff or, oh. out, to be able to play stuff out of your drive and out of your uh, Dropbox. That that'll be cool seamlessly. What Ant? Uh, I thought I thought you were saying he made apps for the Roku, but. This is for the Oh yeah, yeah, no, for Chromecast. Chromecast. He made it. For Chromecast, yeah. I think it's destructed by now, but yeah, he there was a test out for it. Uh so yeah, there's this this article on TG Daily is saying that it's the the, the displayless future of mobile computing. Um talking about Chromecast is going to do to Roku and Apple TV what the USB memory stick did to floppy drives and rewritable CDs. Maybe so, unless Roku and the others can adapt, can come up with their own right. technology that does that. And floppy drives and rewritable CDs weren't very good anyway. I mean, how how reliable was your floppy, you know, or your even CDs, man? I had burned CDs and even real CDs, like legit CDs, that after being in these <laughs> cases for a while, they would get like yeah. this fungus on them that was eating the disc. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Do you, did you get that too? Like you, I had like this giant square CD case just full of. I didn't like, have that happen, but that is that is that's true. That with as well as with laserdisc. Um, yeah, so I've had some flakes and then, something about oxidation. Yeah, is yeah. what I was told. Not a very and I I was like all about this is a permanent media. Like I didn't know better then. I was a kid. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna store everything on this side like a giant thing, and then they all started getting eaten away. I was like. Oh. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about the Chromecast is not just the Chromecast itself, but the technology, you know, like the technology behind it with right. WebRTC. We're seeing not just like the Chromecast, but we're seeing like the cheap cast where you can turn any Android device into uh, effectively a Chromecast where you're streaming it to that from another device. You know, and then you have like Koosh with his AnyCast or AllCast or whatever he's going to call it. You know, I mean, Chrome, we're casting all the things. It's amazing to me that just in the last year, this casting is becoming more popular, particularly since this Chromecast has come out. Like, I'd heard about WebRTC several months ago, like, on, on some Chrome forums, but I had no idea it would, it would even have any importance. Like, there was a, a video conference where someone from Mozilla Firefox, you know, from the Mozilla Firefox team and someone from the Google Chrome team were conferencing with each other through WebRTC, and it's like, okay, that's kind of cool, never be used. And then a month later, Chromecast, and everybody wants to do yeah, it. Yeah, which so. was totally... a 
a completely different use case than when I first had a, a WebRTC in my head that was going to be this chat type of you know video streaming, like you said, conferencing. Yeah, uh, yeah to to do what it's doing, and like it'll be interesting to see what else it'll do eventually with with the expandability people uh, making apps and stuff for it. It will be cool. All right, is there anything else we want to talk about, Larry? You put a a couple things in the rundown. You want to talk about anything before we wrap this up? Uh, I mean, I don't remember. What Fidel, did I say? Fidel Castro surfing the web? Yeah. What? Yeah. What's up with this? Fidel's birthday was this week, and uh, one of the stories that came out is that he likes to surf the web. And the thing that took me back to was back in the – I mean, he's been kind of pro-technology and, and uh, even pro – I wouldn't say pro-internet. But it seems like he, he hasn't been able to carry the day. The hardliners beat him down. I don't know if he – Cared that much or, or what? But Cuba had a big debate when the internet first started over how to relate to it. And the hardliners gone. Fidel, I guess, couldn't do anything about it. But anyhow, they say he likes to serve. And uh, I guarantee you, he gets access over that undersea cable. He's not going through a satellite. No net neutrality. You think his packets no, are no prioritized? No net neutrality for the supreme commander. These are these are Fidel's porn packets. We need to get these where they're going ASAP. Exactly. Quality of service. Keep the they, dictator you know, they, happy. They've added that they've added that Fidel bit to the, the IP packet header. Right, the whitelist. <laughs> Fidel <laughs> star dot star. In front of the queue right now. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you also posted a cool uh, Ing- Doug Engelbart tr- uh, photo tribute yeah. on a new domain. Yeah, I. I I took, I don't know, maybe a dozen or 15 photographs of those are cool. Uh, his lab and, and uh, people using his machines and that, fam- you know, the very famous demonstration that he did. Um, I like that kind of stuff. I'm, no, it's I'm, amazing to see that technology, like, in this yeah. generation to look back on that. That's that's just so I was, cool. I watched that um, mother load, whatever you call it. I watched it, and it was freaking captivating. Yeah. It's the, interesting, the right? It's... And this projection and, and, you know, just thinking about how I deal with people that can't seem to plug in a, a VGA or DVI cable into a projector and put it up on the screen and hit and function F8. and it, it, But yet this dude way back when was just doing a beautiful display in, in the demonstration. It, it, was, he, it was amazing. The thing is, man, he was demonstrating... In those days, almost everybody was just doing back processing. You know, you hand your card deck in and you get it back later. Yeah. Some people at that time, but not most, were doing time sharing, but just with a printing terminal. Yeah, he he had a terminal up. It was like he was just pushing commands and it was just going on the fly. It was. I mean, it's like watching the Wright brothers first flight or something. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's kind of, it's very crude looking, but. Shit, Windows, mice, WYSIWYG, yeah. formatting. You know, nobody would seen any of that crap. Yeah, it, it was legit, man. I, I'm, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. I'd never heard of Engelbart. And really? Like one night, I just, no, I'd never heard of him. You really never? Yeah, I'd never heard of him before. Uh, uh-huh. You mentioning it on the Yats podcast as well, to be honest. Wow. See, that really says something. I, I don't know quite why. Generational thing, right? Cause I yeah, it's definitely papers. generational. Yeah. I mean, but, that really... Uh, you know, if you think the new iPhone or something is big news, that was really big news. And like that demonstration was, I mean, that set 
research in motion all over the country. Well, and think about it too. Like now, when we hear like iPhones and stuff like that, like we've already had this line of technology, so it's like a very small iteration. Back then, when he was like, "Look at what what this is doing," like they didn't have really much leading up to it, like what we have now that we're so used to. We have this fatigue uh, of sorts, like. That was groundbreaking shit, man. That's that's yes. epic for sure. Just just think that your whole almost ninety nine point nine percent of the people in nineteen sixty eight when that demo was and in, in earlier in the sixties when he started especially, they interacted with computers in one of two ways. They either handed a deck of cards into an operator right. and print out back, or if they were lucky, they sat at a teletype and they typed and it typed back at them. And that was user interface. You know, it, it was, was just echo, lines right? on a teletype or punch cards. It was like and purely. Look at what this guy invented and, and envisioned. Uh, he was a visionary. That yeah. he was. I want to. I want to leave you guys with before we wrap this up. I, I need to share this real quick. I posted this on the Google Plus community, but I think this kind of shows a really good time scale of sorts. It says 1993. The the girls like get off the. Get off the the uh, landline, you, or get off the the internet. You use the phone, and then it says 2013. He says, "Get off my phone. I need to use the internet." <laughs> like it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was pretty. That's how times have changed. Pretty amusing, <laughs> indeed. They have. So, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for another yes. This was number 67. Thank you guys for joining us. Definitely uh, every Wednesday night. Yeah, another texture.com. Check it out. Subscribe in iTunes. All that stuff. Aunt Pruitt, you got point and shoot tomorrow evening. Anything else you'd care to plug? Uh, point and shoot tomorrow, like you said, and continuing to look out for any writing here on a new domain as well as tech page one. I, I'm starting to write a little more as time allows. Good deal. Larry, any, anything else other than the blog and the uh, Engelbart post? Blog, Engelbart, uh, Google Plus. Good deal. That's, that's enough. Nick Carroll, whose name I heard mentioned on All About Android this morning on my drive to Polson. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, I basically uh, am join you every Tuesdays on techlyandroids.com, but I also like All About Android and some other Android-related podcasts. For sure. And uh, I got a new piece up on Tech Page One, and there should be another one coming, I don't know, sometime soon. But it's about how to make decent videos for your for your business, not not using crappy stuff and making crappy videos, but why you should take the time so check that out and then i got a tech secure piece coming soon all on techpage1.com and then like aunt said a new domain.net and then check out point and shoot tomorrow attack the androids on tuesdays and yet on wednesdays so join us on the google plus communities for all of our shows throughout the week we hang out and post stupid snarky things like that about tech stuff we find always an, a good time there definitely and then a facebook page if you want to do that or we have a twitter account too but Mostly Google Plus because their app on mobile is awesome. So it sure is. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I love it. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace out. Thanks, everyone. Go on, guys.
to Yet Another Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.